welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, writer and comedian, Emily Winter. And if you're in the Los Angeles area, um, I've got two shows coming up that I'm really excited about. They're both at Be Kind Video in Burbank. Um, it is a very awesome, vintage um, video store where my husband and I have been throwing some comedy shows. One of my best, best friends is coming through on April 11th. Her name is Caitlin Palufo. She is one of the funniest people on this planet. So she's going to do a long set, and my husband and I are going to do short sets. Um, and then on April 13th, two days later, we're back at Be Kind Video with Staff Picks, our monthly showcase. So if you like comedy, come on out. It's really fun. It's pay what you can. There's a QR code when you get there. Um, DIY vibes, but we usually fill it up because it's a really good time. So please come and I hope to see you April 11th and or April 13th. Enjoy the episode. Today on the podcast, I am super excited to have director, producer, writer, Geneva Faye. Geneva, welcome. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for doing the podcast. I'm so excited. Uh, you're here in Los Angeles where I am, and I'm wondering yes. if your story is a Los Angeles story. It is not. Surprisingly, Ooh. it's not. It okay. is a uh, New Orleans story. Oh, the best. The best. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was just there in January, and okay. it was, yes. Oh, I just love it so much. Yeah. I was there in February, so we just barely missed each other. But um, yeah, it's kind of a, uh, um, I knew that this was going to happen going to New Orleans, but I also didn't know it was going to happen this intense. So, oh, did you go there first, like specifically to meet up with a psychic or something? No, no. So um, I went there for Mardi Gras for my boyfriend's birthday. His birthday happens to fall on Fat Tuesday. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So we were like, let's do it. It's your 30th. Like, let's, um, Mm -hmm. it's going to be huge. So we go to New Orleans. um, And I hadn't been only because I knew that it was like kind of a spooky place. Mm -hmm. Like everybody always says that there's like this energy, this charge. And I'm like, okay, I know my family. I know myself. I know how much I attract energy things. Um, Something's going to happen in New Orleans. Oh my gosh. it's my boyfriend's p- favorite city. So I was like, okay, let's do this. Gotta go. Yeah. Also, yeah. I don't know if you drink, but if you take advantage of all the alcohol, you can easily ignore <laughs> ghosts in New Orleans. Totally. Like- <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it, it kind of was. So we got there for on Monday. Fat Tuesday was the next day. And we were very drunk the whole day. So nothing happened in some right. sense. It was just like good times. Um, lots of people around the first two days are great totally fine everybody kept telling us before we went to go on a ghost tour um and I was like I don't know my boyfriend also attracts energies I attract energies like we just we knew that something was gonna happen but he was like no let's like really do it when are we gonna be New Orleans again right so we booked something and this was our third night and of course they do them at night our tour guide shout out Jeremy he was super awesome we had been walking around and we were like, okay, we know where we're going to meet up with this tour. It starts at eight. Let's grab a coffee. Let's go into this park and just kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at how beautiful this one spot of this park is. We should sit. And it really was. It was like around this, um, it was like sort of circular. All these trees were around and all these benches and you can just kind of hang out. So we sit, sit there and then... Um, it's just really nice, like very, very chill. Picture I feel good. Yeah, he feels good. And then, and we don't think about it again. Um, at, 
during that same time that we're like sitting there, mm-hmm. um, we both, this is key. Got to remember this. We both look at this really random ACE hardware. Okay. Like, <laughs> if you know French Quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Like the architecture is so unique. Mm-hmm. So to see a, an ACE hardware like plugged in the middle of it was so random. Yeah. But neither of us say anything to each other. I just keep looking at it. He on his own is looking at it. And we're just kind of like, hmm, out of place, weird energy. Don't know why. Gonna keep- feels like it shouldn't be there. Yeah, it feels like it shouldn't be there. So um, our ghost tour starts. So these two places that I mentioned are important because the first is as the ghost tour is starting, we go straight back into the park. There's about 20 of us with our tour guide. We go straight back into the park, back into that exact spot we were sitting at. And we find out from our our tour guide that it is the spot of one of the most horrific and biggest mass lynchings in the United States. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So it has like all this energy. Yeah. This is like terrible energy. And meanwhile, like just an hour before we had been sitting there saying how peaceful it was. But it was actually, it's like actually just like a very energetically like charged area. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, okay, cool. Great start to our tour guy or our tour. We Did were- you look at each other and yes. were you like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. We were like, okay, well that makes sense that we were both attracted to this place. Again, we attract energy. So like, I don't know, something was calling us. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily nothing like sinister. It didn't feel sinister. It felt more like a place of peace because I think throughout the years they definitely have made it like a memorial area more Mm -hmm. of like you know stuff happened here but like we're trying to honor it yes so that was good um okay so then we leave straight after the park we leave um and walk towards the ace hardware Mm -hmm. and um have you ever been on a ghost tour in new orleans not in new orleans no okay i I need to you should. You definitely should. They're really good. Um, but they have this thing where you can't actually stand in front of the thing, the mm-hmm. like wherever they're talking about. You sort of have to be on the other side okay. um, to not disrupt the flow of traffic. So we're on the other side of this Ace Hardware, and our tour guide goes, "Okay, look to the left of the Ace Hardware. Do you see that little house that kind of looks also out of place? Um, that house is now a voodoo museum, but." Back right during Katrina, there was a, um, obviously the city was, you know, going through shit. Am I allowed to cuss? Yes. Hopefully. Okay, great. Um, and there was a couple there that w- during everything that was happening, they sort of like hunkered down with each other. Um, he gives this long backstory that could take a very long time to say, but essentially it was this guy who was a war veteran he comes back. He has all this PTSD. He had been married. He gets divorced. Um, and he's kind of like in a slump. So he moves to New Orleans and mm-hmm. becomes a bartender, meets this woman, another bartender, and they fall in love. Beautiful story. Lovely. But uh, they're extremely toxic to each other. Okay. They're both alcoholics. They're both addicts. Um, and Katrina exacerbates that. But they decide to move in with each other. And so they live with each other. Everybody in the city knows them. They're really mm-hmm. well-liked. They're both very charismatic, despite being toxic. And Those two have- often go hand in hand anyway. Right? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do. They do. Um, and so they're really well-known. It's a really good – I'm sure that there's been tons of 
podcasts and like true crime that have done stories on this because it's insane. So he, so they live together. They have a, a nice life. However, they both go on like a binge, like they both just take a lot of drugs mm-hmm. over like the course of two weeks and get so toxic that she decides to leave him. And um, she decides to buy uh, or to go rent another room by herself. And that room is in that little mu- voodoo museum above the voodoo museum. There's a room for rent. Oh my God. So she takes it. And at the time it wasn't a voodoo museum. I'm sure it was like another shop of some sort. So she takes that room um, and she doesn't tell him about it. He finds out through the grapevine and he's like, oh my God, you're leaving me. I can't, I can't allow that to happen. Like I need you. They get in this huge fight and he ends up strangling her and killing her. Oh my God. Yeah. In that house, in that apartment. Um, So we're across the street, like hearing this story. Like, oh my gosh. That is insane. What the heck? It's right, it happened right there. Um, and is he so, like in prison for this? Well, so okay, he, yes. So he murders her. And then he goes out that night. He murders her like sort of in the afternoon. He goes out at night and he tells his friends that she left him, that she took all his money, that she doesn't want to be with, she skipped town. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. And so for the next like 12 days, he goes on this, like this binger with his friends every single night. He's out on the town getting drunk, oh like kind of like people could sort of tell that something was wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, it all crescendos in this one moment. He's at a bar at like 4 p.m. and he is piss drunk. And the bartender's like, I have to cut you off. You're done. So he decides to throw himself he runs back from the bar and throws himself off the ledge into the French Quarter. Um, and he dies. Oh, my God. Yeah. So in his pocket, there's a note that says for the police. And inside the note is his confession of killing this woman, his <gasps> girlfriend. He's like, I strangled her. You're going to find her here. Oh and God. the story is that he cut her up and cooked her. Oh my Gruesome. God. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. So she was cooked in her apartment. She was. So he had cut her up and they found her like various body parts on the stove, in the oven, in the fridge. And the, the stuff that was in the oven had started to cook with, um, he had seasoned it. He had Ew. seasoned it with like, like vegetables and like just crazy crazy insane i'm sure he probably was on so many drugs when he did this yes poor guy definitely had like ptsd i mean he's a murderer not super poor guy but yeah he definitely had some shit going on that was never that was never helped never worked out yeah yeah and this poor woman had to suffer you know oh my god so we hear this story and then the the last thing the guy says is like and that ace hardware is when where he went to buy the hacksaw and the plastic and everything that he used <laughs> to kill her and my boyfriend and i look at each other and we're like Ooh, is that why we were both looking at this ace hardware like we oh were so god. entranced by this stupid ace hardware that when we didn't know why but it turns mm-hmm. out we knew exactly why because it was like this gruesome scene oh and that's God. exactly where he did it 
That is insane. I just got chills. I just got chills. Yeah. Oh, God. And I looked at him and I was like, this is why I didn't want to come to New Orleans. Like I told you that something was going to, something was going to happen to us. There's just too much to sense. There's just like so much going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. We finished the ghost tour and you know, other crazy things happen. New Orleans is insane. So much history there. So much like bad shit there too. Like poor, amazing city. Um, But okay. So that's a little weird. We get in our Uber back to our Airbnb and um, he, the, our tour guide had told us that you can actually go into the museum and see the room where she, where all of this had happened, the apartment. Ugh. It's like a part of the museum now. Terrifying. And yeah. And, and he definitely was like, I don't recommend it. It's like not a good time. Like the voodoo witches in the city call that his spirit specifically. Cause he's so charged uh, the bad man. So, like, you will feel it if you go there. Oh my and my God. boyfriend is like, absolutely 100% not. We're not doing that. And me being me, I was like, I don't know. Maybe we... Like, we came all this way. Like, yeah, maybe we should try like, it. That's so funny. I don't know. It also would be really sad. So, we ended up not doing it. I'll just point blank say that. We did it. But there was a moment where I was like, maybe. But we yeah. left. So, we went home. The next day happens... No, nothing of incident, still a good trip. That night we get into, and I, I had mentioned that they were a really toxic couple. They were always fighting. Mm-hmm. So that's important because it seems like my boyfriend and I seem to always attract things when we get into an argument, like it's that negative energy. Okay. So the next night we get into like the stupidest, silliest little fight at dinner, mm-hmm. like literally just like, we're just annoyed with each other. We had been together like five days now. So we get back to our Airbnb with that negative energy. We still haven't like resolved it. We spend like an hour sort of talking about it and trying to resolve it. We do resolve it. Thank goodness. It's now like really late. I think it's like midnight Mm -hmm. and um, I'm feeling good. He's feeling good. Um, We're about to go to sleep. So I go into the restroom to do my like face routine, mm-hmm. whatever. I use the restroom. Um, the Airbnb that we were staying at didn't have outlets on both sides of the uh, bed. Okay. So I ended up charging my my phone in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what compelled me. I don't do this. This is not normal for me. But I decided to check my emails on my phone. Okay. Really randomly. Um, and in my first email in my inbox is from Ace Hardware. Ugh, that freaks me out. Ooh. I know. And I don't have any reason to get an Ace Hardware email. Not at all. Oh. Not one reason at all. And I get a lot of spam. It's from my email that I've had since I was like 15. So yeah. It's all spam. This was definitely a spam message. But the message was so weird. I didn't open it, mind you. Because I was like, uh-uh. Too scary. Yeah. It's too scary. So it's Ace Hardware. And it says, we're trying to contact you, Geneva. <gasps> what does that mean? Oh, my why God. Why does that say that? Like, why would the spam say that? The bad man was trying to email yes! you. That's yes! so scary. That's so, so I like- scary. <laughs> I threw my phone and I walk out to the to uh, my boyfriend and I'm like, hey, I think something's wrong. And he's like, oh, my God, what just happened? So I told him I show him the email and he's like, uh-uh, I don't I'm not playing with that. Like, no, no, no. Now I'm mad. Like, it's all fun and games until they start trying to, like, 
fuck with you basically yeah. i was like yeah he's trying to fuck with us so he's like i'm gonna go out and grab uh, a lighter we had brought sage because we mm-hmm. are just very like superstitious people and he was like we have the sage can't you can't fly with a lighter so he mm-hmm. went to go buy a lighter again it's like the middle of the night and he's like do you want to come with me and i'm like i don't know i think i'm gonna stay bad idea awful oh idea. my god Oh my God. Awful idea. So I just get into bed and I'm like, covers up, classic. Like, I just need the covers. Maybe he won't see me or like nothing will happen to me if I just have the covers over me. Absolutely. A blanket solves everything. Uh, yeah. But he's gone, middle of the night. Very plot. Like, I, I'm saying this all. I know that all of this could be plausible, right? Your phone listens to you. Mm-hmm. That's how they got the ace heart over. I don't know. All could be very just like circumstantial. Mm-hmm. But. Suddenly, I smell cooking. Oh, like God. something is fragrant in the air as oh if God. somebody is cooking, but it's making me sick. Like I feel sick from this smell. And so I get up and I look to see, like, is there something burning? Right. Is there anything on the stove? Like, oh, wait, wait, one second. Left. Nothing. There's the, nothing. Hold the on. street the- is calm. The um the sound yes. cut out for a second, which always freaks me out too, because I'm like, <laughs> somebody doesn't want you telling this story. I know. Oh my okay. gosh. <gasps> so just to recap, you smelled something that made you feel sick, so you got up to the, and went to the, like the kitchen area. Yes. Okay. And okay. nothing. There's nothing on the stove. There's nobody outside. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There's nothing cooking. Oh my god. So I'm like no way no I can't do this I can't handle this so I just walk outside I'm like whatever is gonna happen it needs to happen like w- with enough people to hear me if I scream oh my god so I walk outside and uh, I know this could just be my brain I think at this point it's probably my brain but I see there's like this like um you know like there are shotgun houses in mm-hmm. New Orleans usually so there's this alley that goes to the back because the Airbnb Airbnb they had created like a front house and a back house okay and so um there's an alley right next to us and again dead of the night nobody's there Daniel uh, my boyfriend has not come back yet but I see something in the corner of my eye shaped like a man like shaped oh like a god. figure oh my dart god. across into the uh, into the alley oh my god <laughs> at this point I'm like I don't know what I have attracted. I knew this was going to happen. And I'm like upset now. Oh, this is freaking me out. It's just too many things. It's just too many things. And yeah, yeah. It's a lot of things. And also, yeah, yeah, it builds on itself somehow, like with your energy. Oh my God. It's like, if you feed it, then it it grows. grows. So, so that's exactly what I said to myself. I was like, I'm not even going to go look at what that is. I'm not that girl in the horror movie that goes and looks and gets killed. I'm not doing it. I'm just not going to happen. I yeah. go straight back inside. Luckily, two minutes later, Daniel comes like right in the door. Oh he sages us. He says a prayer. He's like making sure he's saging all of our clothes. He sages everything. And I do feel calmer. Tomorrow's the last day in New Orleans. We have a flight. I'm like, okay, let's just get out of this stupid city. And so that's pretty much the the whole experience mm-hmm. in a nutshell, except for now uh, this happened in february we're recording in march mm-hmm. this is now um I, every once in a while i wake up in the middle of the night for no stupid reason and i smell that smell oh my god still still 
Is, is it like, does it still make you feel sick? Yeah, it, it makes me feel like, I don't know if you've ever eaten something that's like too sour and it like goes down into your belly and you can like feel that heat mm-hmm. or like that just like, you're not going to throw up. It just like your stomach feels bad. Your body's like, no, 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 yes. you cannot handle this. Yeah. Yes. That's literally what happens to me when I wake up and I wake up, like my eyes pop open and I have no reason to be awake oh and I'll just start smelling it. And I'm like, okay, dude, bad man, just leave me alone. I have to tell him like, just leave me alone. I don't, I have nothing for you. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. So this is now like last month it happened. This is, yeah. What are you going to, are you going to go to like, are you going to go get cleansed somehow? I feel like I what, think you, so. have, you have I to, right? So. I think I have to, cause it's, it's luckily not escalating, mm-hmm. I think, but it's still there. Like I still feel it. It's still, there's still this presence around me that I know is there. And so, yeah, so we, I've been saging, I have Palo Santo, I've been doing like, I've been trying to cleanse myself, but I do actually think it's time for me to go see like a professional, a professional. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Okay. So I totally, but I mean, I believe it, obviously I would not have this podcast if I thought that all (laughs) those stories were like, not true. Um, but like you said, you and your boyfriend both attract a lot of energy. Is this something, so is this something that like you and your family, this is like known and like, this has been happening your whole life. Can you like, do you want to give any like examples of this? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So we just, again, like, I think everybody always likes to be a little bit skeptical, right? Like, Mm -hmm. even if you truly believe, I do truly believe in energies, energies, I believe in ghosts, I believe in spirits. But then at the same time, I'm like, my logical brain just wants to be like, no, that's just, it just, it's circumstantial. Like, it just happened, you know, all of these things that I put together could just be because I put them together. But there have definitely been episodes of this podcast that I have chosen not to release that have been like, and then a bug flew in my face and then I dropped a French fry. So that must mean that my ex-boyfriend loves yeah. me. And I'm like, what? No, yeah. I can't. What does that mean? So yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I think what separates it for me is this feeling of like, and I, I truly cannot explain that. That cannot be explained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like the trick of the light. Sure. That can be explained. The ACE hardware can be explained, whatever. But um, another ghost, uh, just in general, my family attracts these things. It always seems to happen now with my boyfriend. We've been together two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always when we travel. Um, the first time we, f- we realized, though, is actually another interesting story because we had never talked about it before. We hadn't talked about, like, that I attract energy, that he does. This was, like, maybe six, seven months into our relationship. Okay. Um, and we went to Joshua Tree. Mm, amazing. And yeah, really, really nice. Just like a little weekend getaway. We rented an Airbnb and immediately walking in, I knew something was there. He knew something was there. Our dog knew something was there. Amazing. <laughs> Everybody walks into this Airbnb and is just immediately like, we're not, al- we're not alone. And he's like, wait, how do you know we're not alone? I'm like, because I know, like, I can feel it. And he's like, I can feel it too. So we established instantly, like, oh my gosh, we both like, know, can feel this and we're, we attract it. So that night, the very first night we were in that Airbnb, um, you know, it's Joshua Tree. You're in the middle of nowhere. Um, we have dinner. We go to bed. I have a dream about a man in the living room staring 
it, there's like this little couch and I have a dream of this man in the couch just staring straight into the the bed the bedroom the couch looks into Oof. the bedroom and he's just and this is my dream so yeah. he's just like staring straight into the bedroom and he's sitting down and he's like kind of pissed and so I wake up the next morning and I'm like hey I had a dream and he's like yeah Lola our dog has been on like very um agitated all night she like wouldn't sit still she was looking you know like at random freaking corners like she tends to do um she wasn't cool either I also had nightmares he says and I'm like oh my gosh so we you know we all feel it Mm -hmm. and nothing truly big happened in that house other than that dream and then you know like when a ghost is around and you could just sort of feel eyes on you Yes, like that's like such a common I feel like yeah yeah but yeah that was it it was like he would be doing something in you know in the backyard and he'd be like oh I feel eyes on me and I'd be in the bathroom or in the kitchen cooking something and I could feel these eyes on me and so um we both knew we both felt it that mm-hmm. it was just like established luckily I think that he was more annoyed at us being in this house than like like Furious. malicious yeah yeah he was just kind of like, what are you doing here? Get out. Right, right, um, right. It's kind of yeah. hard to explain the Airbnb business model to a guy that died 70 years ago. But yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's like, um, strangers in my house again. What's right, happening? Right, right. So you guys both know what it feels like so that when something like this comes around in New Orleans, so you're like, oh, shit, this is a very familiar feeling. Here we go again. Yes. Um, how do we protect ourselves because that's the thing too is like I think that there's like being aware and then there's being too open and I think sometimes we're a little bit too open Mm -hmm. where like like my theory is and he doesn't believe this and nobody around me believes this but I think something attached to me like horror movie special something has attached itself to me and followed me to Los Angeles and like isn't necessarily haunting me but is there and like, do, that's what I like from New Orleans, that's where from they New attach Orleans. it. Yes, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. And it might not be like the bad man, that like one specific thing, but something felt like, okay, she's open to receiving this energy. So uh-huh. let's like, let's like attach ourselves to it. So that's why I have to c- constantly remind whatever it is that's floating around me. Like, I have nothing for you. I'm not the person that's going to help you. Right. Go right. find You're like, someone I'm else. open, but I'm not a psychic. So yeah, exactly. go talk to somebody that can really like, you know, yeah. give somebody a letter or whatever. Okay. So I have two questions for you. One, yeah. when you get professional help, I don't know how else <laughs> to say it. Um, will you let me know what happens? Absolutely. I'm yes. So 100%. excited. And then two, you have dried flowers hanging behind you yeah. on the wall. And is this a spiritual, is this like a cleansing thing? Is this part of that or no? it's not no it's pretty it's just, I like I just like them they yeah. were um it's very sentimental they were the first flowers my boyfriend gave me and I was like I just want to save these for some reason that is so sweet yeah. um cool so how do you guys like so you clearly sage that's how mm-hmm. you cleanse um is there anything yep. else that you do to um yeah he's a little bit more um like I'm open and I I know that it's there but I'm not I guess I just like don't believe that they're gonna like kill me or like Mm -hmm. pot like 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 really do something bad to me so um I'm a little bit more chill sage is what I do palo santo like that's also just like aesthetically it's nice to have it in my room and like smell it but he wears onyx 
Um, always. Oh, wow. Has, like, a really? Ring. Yeah. And especially if he comes to my house, he sleeps with it, which you're not supposed to sleep with rings, right? Um, I guess maybe Why? obviously you're um, just because it, sometimes it's bad for your circulation at night. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I've been told my mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he and him too, but he's like, I wear it at your house because like, I feel something at your house too. Oh like God. obviously because I'm in it I'm like it's because it's around me I don't know right it is, but it's me you pick He's something like, up yeah. yeah but um so he wears an onyx ring which is like I guess for protection um he's really adamant about buying me a ring now not a wedding ring maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> but an onyx ring um you're like I hear diamonds protect me better I yeah. know I'm <laughs> like oh you need my ring size for what <laughs> Oh yeah. my God. That's so funny. Well, I am dying, dying for the stunning conclusion of this story when you uh, <laughs> I know. See if we can get rid of this guy, but Geneva, I guess it's unfinished. <laughs> in the meantime, where can people find you all over the internet and plug whatever you would like to plug? Yes. Um, so I can be found at Geneva Fay almost everywhere. I'm not very like social media savvy. I mostly have Instagram, but I also have a website, GenevaFay.com. Um, if anybody, any great writers, comedians need a director, please let me know. I would love to help out with anything. Amazing. Amazing. If I win the lottery, I would like, I have two movies and like five pilots that I need you to make. Uh, oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Waiting on that lottery. Yeah. All of us, all of us really. Oh my God. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you. It's been really fun. I'm I'm glad that you are ex- excited about the story as I was to share it. That like helped a lot. Thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review it. And you can follow me on social media at Emily MC Winter on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, thanks. Just help, uh, you know, be, be good. Do some, some nice rating and reviewing. I always, it's, it brightens my day. <laughs>